So you're thinking about getting into real estate as a career. Well, there is a lot of myths out there and we would like to expose them and tell you how absolutely glamorous this job <laughs> is. So go ahead, stay tuned to the very end. You will definitely want to know how glamorous this job actually is. Welcome to the Just Finest Agents Podcast with Lori Derrickson and Kayleen Zabadik, where we teach you everything you need to know to brand yourself and become the real estate mogul in your community. Follow us on YouTube, GYST Finest Agents, and learn how to become a Just Finest Agent today and get your shit together. Hey everyone, it's Lori from No Walls, No Limit Brokerage YouTube channel. So we are going to tell you all about becoming an EXP agent and what we love about it. So make sure you hit that subscribe button or that bell as we're going to put out new content every week about joining EXP, what we love and what we hate about EXP. We have agents who are reaching out all the time, who are asking us questions. We answer them honestly and we give you our honest opinion on the EXP brokerage. So reach out anytime, 719 639-3393. We'd love to help you make the move to eXp. Hey guys, so we are going to walk you through today what it takes to get a career in real estate and if it's a right fit for you. So that brings us to our first point (laughs) is the fit. So before you even sign up for those classes, before you even take that exam, I think it's really important that you find out if real estate is going to be a right fit for you. Absolutely. So Lori and I just love real estate in general. So when we talk to somebody that's like, I would never want to be an agent. We're like, we're like, what? what? How? We right. don't understand that. But <laughs> we don't get it. I think as we talk to more people, what it is that scares them is the schedule and the, um, you have to definitely be entrepreneur type person and be able to do whatever it takes to just get it done. Right. So we had a, you know, we had a friend who were like, you should go into real estate. You would love it. And she was like, no, I would hate that. <laughs> and like, they were like, hmm, that's weird. Cause I can't but imagine a person. What but she had, you know, we each have three kids, but she just didn't want, she wanted that, that stable job. She wanted to know that when she came home at four or five o'clock, she was done. She was done and she could be with her kids during that time, which totally makes sense. But I wanted it for the opposite reason. Like I didn't want a nine to five job. I wanted to be able to flex and be able to go pick up my kids or go with them on a mm-hmm. field trip and do all those things that I wasn't able to do. Like I can run to the grocery store at noon and, you know, grab lunch. But the trade off is I will probably be working in the evening for yeah. an hour. Maybe while my kids are doing homework and writing an offer. Well, my husband, he gets annoyed, I guess, with his schedule because it's the same thing over and over and over. And we have the complete opposite. <laughs> like the same. Every day is totally different. Yeah. We're like, all right, which way are we going? You have to be a multitasker. <laughs> you have to be able to like swivel, pivot, do whatever it takes. You can get somebody that says, can you go meet me at that house right now? And here's the real. If you let it go, they may find another agent. So you have to be willing, especially when you're building your business. I guess it kind of changes as you um, grow your business and you can hire on, you know, your schedule can ease up a little. You can be more that nine to five. You can not answer your phone at eight, I guess. There's a lot of people that do that. But, you know, for the most part, you just have to be willing to get it done. And that, like Kayleen noted earlier, is we I, I feel like you have to have an entrepreneurial bug or that I've yeah. always had it. 
even when I was a kid, I remember like trying to like make games for Hasbro and send them ideas. I, <laughs> I, I did like, yeah, I could see, you yeah, I did all that. My, my mom was like, what are you doing now? But I've always wanted that spirit or I've always wanted that. And so yeah. when I always think of the next best thing to do, how I'm going to generate more clients, how we're going to brand ourselves, what can we do to bring us to the next level? And so I think that has helped our success. You not only being with EXP has allowed us to grow our business substantially and have, you know, financial security. But I think you need to have to love the business side of well, it. Well, and you can take your real estate uh, career in so many different directions. Um, it is, to be honest, kind of hard to sort out what you want to specialize in because you can't do it all. Do you want to be residential? Do you want to be commercial? Do you want to flip homes? You know, each, yeah. you do kind of want to find your niche and go with it and brand it. And that's where the success is. Is it niche or niche? Niche. Niche. Is it realtor or realtor? Realtor. We, we still don't know. <laughs> so that's the first thing, you know, is, you know, you got to find your fit, right? Find out if real estate is the right fit for you. Don't take those classes in the exams yes. and then come to realize that it's this too much is work. not what you signed up for. So the second part is actually signing up to take those classes. So I signed up to be a, a real estate agent years ago when my oldest daughter, who's 16, she was, I think, only one or two. And I got like books this big and <laughs> it was all law. And I was like, and I, it was VHS. There, there were VHSs. Oh, wow. um, and my husband, because I would always go back to it. I should just finish that real estate school. And, um, you know, he'd be like, yeah, why don't you have all the tools? It was so important to get in touch with a school that really fit and put me on a schedule and made me do it because it's a lot of work. It's it's school. Right. So you, your state will have a, you know, a state class that you could take and sign up for it. I don't remember how many hours ours was, but it was quite a bit. I don't. So we did kind of a we did a hybrid class. Yes. So there was completely online, which is probably more common now with COVID or whenever you're watching this. And we, my friend did it that way. She passed it. She loved it. It was on her own time. We did it where we went in one night a week. I liked that because if yeah. I got stuck on a question, I would have somebody right there in front of me to answer because I, I tend to need that banter back and forth. And it would hold us accountable. We are both working in education before yes. that. And life gets busy. We each have three kids. Um, and so it would allow us to go to that class, yeah. talk about it, go through, made us get the chapters done and put in that work because we knew we yes. had to by the next point. But I just remember, you know, a lot of it was audio sometimes. So I would drop yeah. my kids off at the, you know, the daycare at my workout facility and go to the elliptical and just kind of <laughs> listen to it yes. for, you know, a couple months. It was kind of ingrained in well, me. Well, and I so. guess each school, depending on what type of school, like you can do a crash course for a long weekend. You can do a hybrid where I think ours was like six weeks. Mm -hmm. You can stretch it out. Some people are like three to six months into it. So it kind of depends on what is the right fit for you and what options you have. Yeah. But I loved having that hybrid that that was a good fit. Yeah. For I think my friend wanted to do it and she knew she had to get in it. So she did it and she was done with it like in three weeks. Like she crammed yeah. it all in. Like she just, we did ours over six weeks. So, yeah. you know, we talked about find your fit, right? Number one, number two is sign up, take those classes. And number three is da, 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 the exam, right? Ugh. So everyone hates that piece <laughs> of it, but you got to do it. And yep. we did pass the first time. Yep. We tell ourselves we're never going to let our license lapse because we don't want to do it again. <laughs> so um, to not let your license lapse, you do have to do continuing education courses. It's honestly, I'm um, 
I want to do them anyway. It keeps you updated with, you know, you'll have updates in your state contract every year. Um, they have classes that you, you certified as like a military um, relocation specialist. You can yeah. take luxury real estate courses, all sorts. I'm in Colorado. We have marijuana classes, um, all sorts <laughs> of different all. classes um, that you can take. But um, you have to keep your license active in the state that you are working in. And you do have to do continuing education courses throughout your whole career. Right. So once we're done with the class, we just signed up to take the exam. I think we gave ourselves like a week after and we would just kind of quiz each other, go back over. I actually listened to a great person here was on YouTube. I want to say it was YouTube. I, you know, drop a comment below. If you are interested, I can send you who I listened to who would just go over points of the exam because yeah, as everyone says, the exam has nothing to do with your life in real <laughs> real estate. So, but you have to pass the exam. Yeah. And honestly, for the amount of money and for the amount of freedom and the career opportunities that, you know, real estate does offer you, the education isn't that bad. Well, and there was, I remember we both downloaded an app and it would, um, I forget what app one. it was, but the questions were almost identical to what we saw on our state license. All right. So our next point is after you pass your exam, you're going to think to yourself, I need to find a brokerage. Well, and you'll have probably some conversation during your class. And typically what people do is, you know, typically a real estate class is sponsored by a brokerage. So you have to hang your license under a brokerage for at least two years until you pass your own broker's test. So a brokerage is, it can be an assortment of different things, but it's like your Keller Williams, your Remax, your independent brokerage name, whatever. And with each of those brokerages, they have different splits and then they also have different benefits, pros and cons, I would say. Yeah. So there's so many. So I guess as a new agent, you're like, do I join Cobo oh. Bank? or Colwell? Do I join Berkshire Hathaway? Do I join Keller Williams? Do I join Remax? Do yeah, I like, join... They seem stately. You know, do I that? join my local small boutique brokerage that, yeah. you know, is killing it in your area? Um, and I guess to me, I don't get caught up in the name. I guess that'd be my one piece of advice is don't get caught up in the name or what mm -hmm. everyone else is doing. At the end of the day, you need to figure out what's best for you. And you can interview a brokerage just like you... like. It's kind of a reverse um, interview. Like you can interview the brokerage. I would say questions you would want to ask is, do you provide leads? What is your splits? Um, do you have any other fees associated with yeah. closings? Um, what do you offer as a brokerage? Um, typically, and it kind of moves into our next point, training. Typically, your brokerage will supply you with the training. What does that look like? How long does it last? Um, what if I get a deal right away? How, who, what's my support? A lot of places will pair you up with a mentor. What does that mentorship look like? Do you share your commission with your mentor? Right. Remember all brokerages, they want you. So don't just go with the first brokerage you talk to and think, oh, I interviewed, they're going to offer me a position. It's not like normal, like apply for a job yeah, position. It's reverse interview. They just see, I mean, you want them to see you for beyond that dollar sign of you giving them commission. Yeah. I think that's just an honest piece of it. I see a lot of new agents post, oh, I have an interview with Keller Williams. They reached out to me and they want to interview me. And, you know, you're super excited, which you should be. But remember, you're interviewing them. You need to find the right fit mm -hmm. for you. And, you know, we got, went through all that. We started we out with went a, through a few. <laughs> we did. We're never doing it again. Just like childbirth. We always say we're never doing it again. But <laughs> yeah, 
We yeah. went with um, a small boutique brokerage at first, which was fine, but you know, she's kind of well known in our area, local, but it wasn't allowing us to brand ourselves, right? We were always branding them and it just didn't feel right to us. And the other part to that, when you go with an independent brokerage, yes, you may get very hands-on, which is yeah. a pro. The con is the technology and the investment that you have to put in to keep up with today's real estate is probably going to cost you more money out of your pocket than with a bigger brokerage. Most of these bigger brokerages like Keller Williams, Remax, they're going to supply you with so many smart technology options to help you build your um, website. You get your own app, their CRM or their client. Uh, what does CRM stand for? Client, client. Retention Management. Know. Where you put all your clients <laughs> CRM. in. Yeah. Um, you know, it is huge. You want it to be smart as possible, but how much are you paying for that e each month? Right. So we went with Keller Williams, which a lot yeah. of people love Keller Williams. It's a great fit. If you know, if oh, you, you were want telling our story, I, I forgot. <laughs> she gets a little sidetracked But you know, if you want to have that office feel, you know, maybe one of those traditional brokerages are for you. We just never went to the office. We have both have three kids. We wanted to go to over to each other's houses, the flexibility. I think yeah. we went to our office like twice. Yeah, maybe. Um, so what's to sign up? Yeah, once for one. And Keller Williams was great. They off. We never went to any of their bold trainings or anything like that. I just think that they're. It's a good fit for some people, but their outlook and the, how they approach real estate was different than how we approached it. Well, and when it got to it, so we were there for almost a year. And we had these big plans within that year, how we wanted to grow and expand our business. We have big plans. Um, we have big, big plans. <laughs> and so when it came down to it, you know, you're going to partner with agents across the United States at some point. And the way that their structure was set up um, wasn't very black and white. The commission structure um, kind of depended on, well, not their commission, but the, um, the profit, your, share, versus the profit share, revenue share. Um, it wasn't so black and white. It kind of depends on the other marketplace and how well do they do and what kind of overhead do they do and who's the agent you're going with there. With EXP, it was very black and white. It was you know, you partner with, you can partner with agents all across the United States. Yeah. They can be a downline. There's different relationships that you can establish and there's different benefits, pros and cons for each of those types of relationships. It's just where we wanted to take our business. So we wanted to, yeah. you know, we wanted to, what am I trying to say? We went to the brokerage and they would say, can you come in and do a class for us? And we're like, why would we come to a class for you and teach <laughs> other agents locally to what, compete with ourselves. To compete with us. It just wasn't adding up. And then we would meet with our broker and we would say, hey, can you tell us, you know, right now, what is your rev stream? What's your profit share? And we'll do a video about the difference between rev share and profit share. And he honestly, he was like the head of our brokerage and he was telling us he didn't, like he brought in maybe it's like- a, more of a complex answer. It's yeah, not so he couldn't even line. answer. And I was like, well, that's strange. And we just jumped into EXP at that point when we saw- the opportunities that were there. Yes. And it's been such a blessing for us as far as our business and our business model. And it's not for everybody, but if you have the same yeah. vision of expanding or you want to team, even if you just want the flexibility and to brand yourself, they're great options. Even if you're, we have 
a girl who is on our team and she's over in Washington. She's a new agent. She was with another brokerage and um, she said that she learned more with us from one weekend. Yeah. Then just then- the support. I just think as a mom, for us, it fits. And it might not yeah. fit for everybody, but for us, it fits. So we like to go off on tangents. So the, mm-hmm. la- the next part after you pass your exam is to find your brokerage. And we kind of touched it in a little bit training. And that's what we do oh. love about eXp is everyone's going to have their training. And, um, you know, with COVID, it's a little bit different, but you know, they're all online. You should come into the classes. And I'm like, no, I want to do my class. You know, after my kids go to bed at eight, when I'm sitting on the couch, I'd love to pop in on a virtual class on whatever topic I wanted to learn more on. And that's what EXP on your own offered. Time. Yeah, on your own time. And so the training at EXP has been phenomenal. Yeah. So it's all cloud-based. You can get it on demand. Kaylee just sent some of our new agents a list and they were like, that's what? a lot of videos I can watch. You could literally take endless classes. There's, I forget, 50 hours worth of classes a week, I think. Yeah. Endless opportunities. Um, what I like is the on-demand cloud. So Usually, typically when I have time is like in my car picking up, you know, waiting a half hour here and there. I can take a class on our CRM and learn how to create a campaign. Just sitting in your car waiting for your kids to finish Yes. <laughs> I don't have to go in and have lunch and have awkward conversation with other agents. I can just get to the point and get my stuff done. Yeah. So, so that's why we, um, you know, like the training piece of it. And, you know, you also, when you join EXP, you have your own mentor. You sign mm-hmm. up with a sponsor. So make sure you align with a sponsor. We sponsor people all the time and we love it because we like to hold your hand and we want you to be successful. So that's the difference for me is I have a vested interest in you doing well. And that's what I love about EXP, to be honest, is that I can help and we can help support each other mm-hmm. all across the country. So not only do you have your mentor and your sponsor, you also have your state and your local um, broker. Mm-hmm. And it's divided down in different sections, even within that, that are there to support you. So while you don't have actual and physical to like go and see, they are available for you. And with technology today, we can do all that via phone, text message, sending videos back and forth yeah. anyway. So just make sure you have good training. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, it varies by different brokerages, how they're going to help walk you through that. So and different then, sponsors. Yeah. And the very last point that we're going to, um, you know, talk about is, you know, the steps in getting that to become that real estate agent is you want to brand and market yourself. And so I think we mentioned that. Yeah. The very beginning is when we joined that boutique brokerage or that one local brokerage that you think everyone knows and loves. But all I'm doing is branding them. You know, I didn't want to brand them. I wanted to brand us. And we wanted to make a name for ourselves because eventually, you know, we're not in this for a year or two. No. You know, 20% of agents only make it past first two years. 80% don't make it. And so I wanted to brand us and we wanted to brand ourselves. Well, and I do think aligning with somebody who can, one, hold you accountable, two, give you those tools that'll make you successful, like... Um, any of the agents that we sponsor, we give them a step-by-step how to create social media for online. Um, we help them out through that. We're there as a sounding board. And if we don't have what it takes to make your business successful, we'll put the right person in front of you. Um, we're super honest and, you know, it's, it, we have to have a vested interest in you and help, um, support your business in order for you to, um, take off. So yeah, so that, that's really our steps in becoming a real estate agent. Those are the key pieces we think are the most important and we would love to help you. We'd love to work with you. Um, but EXP has been an amazing, I guess, vehicle for us as far yeah. as 
excelling our business. And I know some people talk about like the multi-level scheme that it has. It but is salesy kind of. It, it can but be. that piece isn't why we love it. If you can like get past that and see the stock options, the healthcare, the ability to work with other agents, you know, like us or other, other people across the country and to get that um, rev share that they have, it's an amazing opportunity for you. So reach out, give us a text, 719-639-3393 if you have any questions on joining EXP.